Good morning, Reese, and welcome, listeners, to our Blue Notes podcast series. Hi, Divya. How's your week been? Good, thanks. Yeah, another busy one. Lots of stuff going on, uh, as we'll talk about in a minute. Absolutely. Yeah, up this week was our very much talked about and anticipated artificial intelligence and large language models in the future of water industry webinar that's taking place on Thursday this week. So I want to start by, you know, just saying that artificial intelligence is a complex and rapidly evolving field. And in the report, we start by outlining some of the key definitions, which I think is important because we use terms such as AI, machine learning, generative AI, large language models, um, all over the place, really. And so this report helps set the scene, streamline some of those definitions for us, which is which is important. So I guess on that note, Reese, when we talk about AI's influence in the water industry, tell us some of the ways in which it's revolutionizing the sector. Yeah, I think that's the first thing people want to know is what does it mean? Yeah. Working in the water sector, because we've all heard it so much in the news. It's an incredibly fast moving area. Approximately 80 percent of the top 50 AI companies didn't exist at all in 2022. So it mm. just shows you how fast the sector is gathering steam. And in terms of what it can do, um, there's lots of things, but uh, we're focusing on large language models in particular and how it can help with data analysis, producing technical reports, decision support, uh, and helping to op optimize processes by integrating with digital twins. Uh, you've got CapEx planning to optimize the uh, uh, what you're going to build in terms of infrastructure. Uh, customer service, we've already seen examples of that outside of the water industry and, and in some utilities, I think, are already using bots for customer service, basic yeah. things. Uh, leak prediction, asset management. Uh, there are all kinds of things which can be done. And uh, I think one of the most interesting things about large language models is the way that it can deal with unstructured data. So emails, yeah. voice, video, uh, and that makes up the vast majority of data within an organization or utility. So that brings together a whole new possibility of, of, of analyzing that ocean of data that's out there and doing useful things with it. And just so that we're clear for all the listeners, you know, when we say machine learning, machine learning is a way of achieving artificial intelligence. And generative AI is a category within machine learning that focuses on data generation rather than data interpretation. And then large language model then is a further subset of generative AI. So we're we're going, we're talking about AI, machine learning, generative AI, and then large language model then sits within that. So from what you were outlining there, it sounds like there are, you know, it, it has touched the one industry. There are utilities that are starting to do things within the large language model space. Are there any known technology providers in the water industry offering generative AI technology today? Well, there are quite a, there's lots of companies offering what we would call narrow AI, so devoted to a certain purpose. So Transcend would be one of the most well-known. Uh, that's design software for, for designing treatment facilities. Yeah. Uh, there's only one or two companies offering generative AI, which is the kind of AI that large language models like ChatGPT is. Um, yeah. The best well-known well one would be uh, Microsoft's Copilot, um, and we're but we're going to see um, more and more of these. I, I, you know, by the end of this year, there will be, you know, lots of companies offering this. I imagine. Absolutely, let's embrace it. And you know, we're certainly finding our own ways of incorporating such systems, such as ChatGPT, into our daily workflow, and already finding it frees up some of our time. And you know, just talking about blue tech, we're doing significantly more work in this area in the coming months, and so. 
to all our clients, if this is a space that you're interested in or simply interested in learning more about AI large language models and its role in water, you'll be pleased to know that Bluetech is launching a first of its kind artificial intelligence large language model watch service, which is a dedicated insight service for those wanting to keep their finger on the pulse understand how this particular landscape is evolving, the players involved, the changes in uh, regulations that allow the players um, that, that, that open the market, the patent landscape, the investment landscape. So if you're already a client of Bluetech and then you have the option of signing up to an add-on service. Um, but of course, if you're new to Bluetech, get in touch with us and we can uh, give you more information. We're doing significantly more work in this area in the coming months. So if this is a space that you're interested in, and you want to know more about artificial intelligence and large language models and its role in water, um, you'll be pleased to know that Bluetech is launching the first of its kind artificial intelligence large language model watch service, which is a dedicated insight service for those wanting to keep their finger on the pulse, understand how this particular landscape is evolving. So if you're a Bluetech client, you have the option to add on to your existing service a package on this watch service package. Or if you're new to Bluetech altogether, feel free to get in touch with us for more details. So um, yeah, we look forward to having these conversations with our clients and certainly tracking this ever evolving landscape. So thanks for taking us through that, Reese. Um, moving on, we did a, we attended the conference on Produce Water Society last month. That's right. Yeah. Our tag expert, uh, Dr. Steve Gluck attended. That was the uh, meeting in Houston, Texas. And this is a very interesting area we've uh, got a conference briefing on uh, the developments and presentations on produced water and how that's impacting texas and the energy sector there and that conference to key takeaways would be available on our platform on our intelligence platform reese yeah exactly uh so it's it's very you know there's a a lot of seismic activity attributed towards uh fracking and more uh to the point uh disposal of produced water in, in um, shallow depths right so um, there are two problems there for the energy industry there's one is water scarcity in the first place and two is dealing with all the produced water and so the obvious conversation that comes up is reuse and how to manage that produced water and and, and divert it towards beneficial um, uses and the technology that's needed for that this is an interesting space it keeps popping up as a as a as a key area hot topic every every couple of years and uh, we've been tracking the produced water space for a good number of years now so this would be I'd be interested to see um what was said last month so I'll certainly make a reference to that um conference key takeaway but somewhat along similar lines we also conducted a survey blue tech research conducted a survey along with the international desalination nation association the IDA um it was a global survey of desalination uh, of the current status and commercial prospects of early stage emerging desalination technologies. Rhys, do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah, so we asked desalination professionals what they thought about various emerging desal technologies. We had 12, which we asked people to rate in terms of what they thought their commercial prospects were and how many installations they might have. And then analyzing that data, it's been very interesting from the survey results. Uh, so the top technologies or areas that people were sort of getting behind in terms of their opinions were brine mining, batch RO, mm -hmm. membrane distillation, and surprisingly, to a certain extent, deep sea reverse osmosis. So those would be the three or four top technology, preferred technologies. 
Yeah, and and that's because you know, in terms of brine mining, that's already yeah. something that's happening. Um, you know, trying to harvest materials that can provide an income stream from desalination, and and a lot of the efforts are focused around what Neom is doing in Saudi Arabia and pioneering that. Batch RO is you know, a, a tweaks to the process of reverse osmosis to improve efficiency. There's a lot of work going on there. A lot of companies offering technologies in this space that are providing uh, you know, real uh, benefits in terms of energy efficiency. And you've got membrane distillation, which uh, you know we already estimated being a 15 to $30 million per year market and is, seems to have a lot of growth potential too. And then, yeah, deep CRO. We actually didn't, we were quite skeptical about this at Blue Tech a few years ago, but there are quite a few companies out there now with demonstration and pilot systems that have investment uh, and it, if it can be made to work at scale, it is a way of desalting that would require very little energy because you're just using that high pressure environment in deep sea settings to to drive the whole process. And actually, looking at the entire list, they're all quite novel technologies um, in their own way. There's um, you mentioned the top four, but the other technologies on the list were on the survey were forward osmosis, ion exchange. Adsorption technology, solvent extraction, capacitive deionization, electrodialysis, electrodialysis reversal. So there's quite a few technologies there. Certainly, most of them Bluetech have reviewed and visited. So, you know, as clients, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in knowing more about any one of these technologies, um, we do have reports on the Bluetech platform, either a horizon scan report or a blueprint report on any one of these technologies that give you that go into detail about the technology, the players, the general technology landscape area. Um, but it's interesting to see what the professionals think and what what was the, their preferred technologies in terms of for desalination applications in particular, Reese. I think that was, um, yeah, it's been very insightful. Yeah, exactly. It gives you a, a sense of where the industry might be going in the next 10, 15 years. And then I guess finally, uh, a spotlight on a technology that we found particularly interesting is Chimera's ChemConnect technology. Yeah, we've got a technology review of that on the platform this month. So for those unfamiliar, uh, Chimera's ChemConnect, it's, it's a digital platform developed by Chimera for optimizing various aspects of water treatment, mainly focusing on optimizing and automating chemical dosing, but uh, it also looks at primary treatment, sludge dewatering, phosphorus removal, disinfection. Uh, there's lots of different modules which sort of aim to optimize various aspects of, of treatment. Uh, so we've reviewed that and looked at its uh, benefits and, 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 and weak spots. So do check that out on the platform. And just to bring it back, to large language models and AI, that's Chimera is looking to update it by harnessing the power of LLMs for future releases. So mm. this is another aspect in which you know water is becoming digital. Absolutely, it's really interesting to see that uh, technology evolve and find um, find so many niches and applications. Uh, very interesting indeed. Thanks very much for that, Reese. And I guess finally, just to round off this week, um, we're going to be at BlueTech. are going to be attending World, the World Water Tech Summit in London uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, the 20th of February as well as the 21st of February will be there for two days so be good to catch up with all of our clients certainly if you're in the room um, give us a shout out uh, but otherwise yeah looking forward to the first conference of 2024 and getting 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 our official event calendar kicked off for the year yeah have a, have a great time hope it goes well thanks very much Reese, and thanks very much everyone for listening and we'll be back shortly with another episode have Bye -bye. a good week